guess I was wrong about you, Hess. I took you for a scientist. I am a scientist. Yeah? Well, where's your vision? Jenner infected himself with smallpox to test his vaccine. That's Jenner. So why not you? Is it possible? Who knows? Natural? So what? Good science? You bet. since the very first time that I pressed record right here have I done an episode like this where I actually labeled it as a heart-to-heart and I think that's where I am right now it's time for another heart-to-heart from me to you because things are moving for me it's all thanks to you of course but I have a lot of followers on Rockfin now YouTube has been pretty stagnant I don't care about that YouTube will always be a helper for people doing what I'm doing. But in the end, for people doing what I'm doing, it's not necessarily going to be the ultimate goal in any way. I can't focus on something that won't allow me to speak the way I want to. Here's the nature of a heart-to-heart. I'm already nowhere where I expect it to be. (laughs) So that little clip that you saw at the beginning is from a movie that you may be familiar with from Arnold Schwarzenegger called Junior. What is it about? Well, it's a sign of the times for nowadays, I'd say. And much like I discussed in one or two previous episodes, at least, media, entertainment can control and more importantly, influence the minds of the masses in order for things to come out decades later. That movie's from 1994. Natural? Who cares? Who cares about natural? What happens in this movie? Arnold Schwarzenegger is impregnated. He doesn't have the equipment, but he brings a child to term, and then they give him a C-section. It's going to be an even more important thing to think about in one of my very soon-to-be episodes where I am going to interview my unbelievable, and this is unsolicited praise, my unbelievable wife. And she has a lot to say, and you guys are going to absolutely love the conversation that we're going to have. I guarantee it. I didn't even have the conversation yet, and I already guarantee it. So stay tuned for that. That's a pretty big, exciting news, I'd say. And uh, exciting for me is that even though I took a small little two-week pause here, Um, getting some stuff done as my life ramps itself up into super mode. I was on, I had the honor and pleasure of being on um, Topher Gardner's Bio Charisma podcast. If you don't know about Topher, it's time to see everything that man has to do. TopherHQ.com. The podcast is there. If I can get a copy of it, I will repost it on my channel here because everyone should see that talk. We talked about everything and it was amazing and it helped me kind of see where I was at with all of this too because time after time week after week I'm pressing record I'm talking about topics I've put together there's definitely no notes for this I promise you but I do want to show a quick little clip here 
because it might set the mood for the rest of the conversation. The junior clip, that's a whole different mood. And that's just me pointing out what I've already, again, pointed out time and time again. They give you ideas. And now suddenly we have an emoji with the male bump. And Arnold Schwarzenegger was right there. And what did they talk about? There is a an arc in the movie that says a, where a woman goes to see Aerosmith specifically. And she gets knocked up by their uh, phys, you know their physical consultant or their whatever roadie let's just call him a roadie and then I was thinking why Aerosmith the whole time I couldn't really grab it and then afterwards I remembered they had the song called dude dude looks like a lady right so which apparently was written about their experience seeing one of the members of Motley Crue in a bar and thinking hey dude looks like a lady because that was the thing back then the more like a lady you looked like if you were in the right crew, that was what got you what you wanted. Craziness. But funny that they should mention such a band that had such a song during this movie that had a man with a bump. It was just total fiction. It's total crap. It's killing me. It's killing me. But anyway, I'm going to show you a clip. I'm going to give relatively no context just so you can get your own emotions aligned with it. And then I'm going to tell you why I decided to show this clip. Because the idea of it, not the actual motives and the whole story behind it in the movie, it's not that important. But there's a scorpion and there's a bad guy. Check it out.
疑惑を取った関西さん押さえてなきゃダメだメガネどこにも行かれてくれ Well, like I said, I wanted to give you relatively no context. And I may have flashed scenes from a Godzilla movie or two and may have mentioned it in something like episode, I think it was episode 10, Drop Your Heroes. That doesn't mean, like I've said again, I, I know I've been saying this over and over again, but like I've said in the past, if a book is maybe not translated perfectly into English, doesn't mean you don't read it. You find the information, you get the information. Junior, the concept of the movie pisses you off. It's the stupidest thing ever. It doesn't mean you don't watch it. You get the information from it. It's like having armor. You, you, you put yourself into the armor to have a conversation with somebody who has no idea why you're upset that this movie put this idea in so many people's minds. And with this particular movie, it's not a Godzilla movie. It's a Gamera movie. Gamera versus Baragon. 1966 but um, somebody hid an opal during World War II a humongous opal worth who knows how much right so these guys go back to this island they def they block this cave off forever then nobody goes in the cave of course don't enter oh you know outside man wants to go in cave keep him away but they're not hiding it because of its worth they're hiding it because it is a monster egg they don't realize that of course and if, as you can assume, later on in the movie, the, the monster is born and Gamera saves the day. Not important. What is important is that I think about this scene all the time. And I haven't even watched this movie, actually, in about 15 years, I'd say. But this bad guy, his name is Onodera in the movie. His idea was, I'm not going to share this money three ways. I'm going to get these guys killed in this cave, leave them forever, and walk out with the opal. That's not the moral of this story either. That I'm The reason I'm showing you this is because this guy has a scorpion on his leg. He sees the scorpion and he does nothing. He lets the scorpion do what it's going to do. Now, this is... And speaking of my wife, I say this every so often. We cannot be like Onodera. We cannot sit idly by while the scorpion is crawling up the legs of millions and millions of people, friends, family, anyone you see on a regular basis. If you leave your house, you are seeing someone with a scorpion on their leg right now. This was the impetus for me pressing record today in this heart to heart. If you know something or if you at least are aware of information that could cue somebody 
to benefit themselves or even just to go take a look at the information more deeply than mainstream media, something their friend said, a headline from an unread article, or some Facebook quote, or some Instagram, you know, black image with words on it, nothing else. Must be true, right? Doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean it's true. It doesn't mean I'm right either. But if you know something and you say nothing, you're no better than this guy. You're no better than this man who clearly sees the scorpion crawling up this very happy person's leg, saying nothing but good things. I'm going to paint the town red, as they say. I don't even know what that came from. I should look at that, actually, before I use it again. Um, he sees it. He does nothing. I'm not suggesting that you walk up to every single person you see wearing a mask and tell them that, hey, you're killing yourself by inhaling your own exhaust. I'm not suggesting that. But there's a time and a place. If it's friends and family, you you know, friends don't let friends drive drunk was one of the old um, commercials. You can't sit idly by and say nothing. You have to say something. You have to. It's when you have, with great power comes great responsibility. Heavy, heavy, world-saving, humanity-changing responsibility. If you're aware of something that you don't share, that could change someone's life, even if you don't directly influence them immediately to change their mind about something, much like I do on this show. I don't say them things straight out. I don't say it straight up for people sometimes. I like to give what I have and let them find it like I did. Because for me personally, when I find things myself, I usually internalize them much better, much more accurately, much more firmly, and I'm better at them right away. I never actually had a bass guitar teacher, for example. Yes, I went to music college, but I never actually had a bass guitar teacher ever. And this is not, it wasn't, maybe it was a money thing back then, sure. But I also started on my own like a lot of people do. And then I found it and I kept going. But I, I was learning the lessons myself by imitating, by watching, by playing, 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 playing. Sometimes eight hours a day or more, actually. <laughs> no kidding. And... I mean, look, a lot of people play video games that much, right? I have too. So that's not hard to believe that I could play bass for eight hours a day, 10 hours a day. Is it? That's what it takes. When you see a true master, you're watching them just sitting in their room for years and years and decades. And now you get to see it, the results. With power, great power comes great responsibility. The responsibility is that you don't just keep it to yourself because you think someone isn't ready for it or because you think it may actually negatively affect them or you're worried about the very brittle fabric that's holding the relationship together. You might actually be reinforcing that fabric by mentioning something and showing them that you're more than they thought you were or that you 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 know more things that are, you know, people shouldn't assume that they know somebody even if they know them really well. Think about all the things you've thought to yourself that you've never told anyone. Just stupid thoughts, nothing important. I'm not talking about devious, weird shit. I'm just talking about 
thoughts that you have. Everyone has weird little things. Whether you pick your feet at night or do something, you know, or or watch TV with your hand down your pants. It doesn't matter what nonsense little things you have that you do that no one needs to know about. It doesn't matter. Everyone's different. Everyone's unique. It's wonderful. It's beautiful. I love it. But remember, don't assume that you know somebody else's thoughts about something, even if you've heard them speak about it. Because once you get into a more thorough conversation or bring up new things, the flow chart changes, the path of the conversation changes, and you find out something new. This might be the detriment to society overall of the remakes and the rewatching of movies over and over again, where it is the same exact thing every single time. Yeah, you notice something different maybe here and there, but that repetition, it's not healthy for progress. And this is why human contact and conversation is always the best. Human storytelling. Always the best. No questions asked. Now, speaking of the great power, great responsibility thing, and again, I this is not an episode like I've done except for the very first one. I don't have any notes. Even that first one, I had one little set of notes written out that I barely referenced. But I really am just speaking right from the heart. And yes, I do think this is this actually counts as an episode because I have a lot to say all the time, as some of you may have already noticed or anyone that knows me already knows. But I'm also, I'm getting a little more concerned than I was. It's not fear-mongering or anything like that. But I am noticing there's a new-er trend in the news towards... Let's just call it extreme negativity and volatility. There's a lot of wartime speak as opposed to peacetime speak. There's obviously the war with, if we want to call it a war, let's call it whatever you want. I don't care. Let's leave that word out of it. Let's say raw because it's war backwards between Ukraine and Russia. And the image through mainstream media I don't know if it's true. It can't be because we don't even have enough to do it. The funding that's apparently going to Ukraine, that's paying for their pensions and doing all this other stuff, whether any of it's true or not, whether it's true that China's making some drones now for Russia so to fight off those Starlink drones that Elon so willingly gave, or NASA, we should say, through Elon, has willingly given to Ukraine. Whatever. They need you to be afraid especially if you're on the East Coast. I don't think Russia's going to go to the West Coast based on our current understanding of our surroundings. But the East Coast sounds like the one that might be a little more lined up for something this time around if it, it does come to our door. And we've been given this feeling through our historical knowledge of the past hundred years that it's not going to happen here. It's going to happen anywhere else. Unless it's a civil war, which is another thing that they have been doing a good job of making people feel like it's right around the corner. I don't think so. I would say we would team up, even if we hated each other, across state borders, across town borders, family and friend lines. could be in your own household. I think we'd stick together in the time of need. I don't think 
that a civil war can be as easily achieved. I don't think a hot war can be transmuted from a cold war at this point very easily. But keep in mind, you don't vote for these things. You didn't vote for those Starlinks to go to Ukraine and be weapons. You didn't vote for all that money to go there if it did. There's some real amazing stuff in Ukraine, in Russia, in China. There's some real amazing people. And there's humongous populations there. So believe you, me, I think they're all great. We know what that tiny little percentage is. And it's not the common people. It's not the moms and dads. It's none of that. And of course, a little bit more pushed in this war feeling wording direction were those big balloons that they took down that apparently weren't balloons that they thought they were, but they used a $400,000 missile, you know, apparently to knock it down. Whatever. I'm not here to speculate about it. I'm not here to talk about it. There's plenty of other people that have done a great job talking about all of those things. I'm just commenting that there's a lot of that, that wartime feeling here. And you always wonder, did it happen overnight? Did you wake up to a war? You know, there's so many going on in the world now. You could ask someone. You could find out. Did you wake up to a bomb or some missile or just gunfire or a fire? Maybe. But you know something worked your way into that. It doesn't... I don't think it happens just like that overnight. I don't think so. But um, it seems to be happen- happening everywhere but here. And um, again, I'm not fear-mongering. I'm just saying that the news has really been pushing that lately. And it's a reason for you to pay attention. You should be focused on it. I believe the EU just said, here's an interesting one, they're going to they're gonna turn off wind turbines because they give too much power to the grid when it's really windy. I thought they were supposed to charge up batteries and do whatever they could when the when the overage came. When there's a power overage from these turbines, which are doing what they're supposed to be doing, and they're going to pay millions of dollars to turn them off. No comment? <laughs> I just don't know what to say anymore about things like that. It's crazy. It's crazy talk. And it could just be BS to piss somebody like me off enough to expose myself as some crazy tinfoil hat wearing nonsense pusher (laughs) a nonsense pusher indeed is what they might think i am or according to carl sagan if you recall that uh, episode i had on his book demon haunted world i'm just a demon clearly there is um a lot of interesting things that have been going on and the news is a fruitful hot mess of craziness And it seems really bad if you look at that news. There's lots of very good news happening. Like that person, Topher, I was on his show recently, like I said, uh, Bio Charisma Podcast. And he is building incredible structures with methods you might not even believe or that you didn't know existed. He's going back to the old ways the ways that it's supposed to be. 
the way things were meant to be. Domes instead of rectangles and squares, angles of sorrow. Right there, that's one little bit of good news you didn't hear. People are changing the world right now, and you're not hearing about it. You're just hearing about balloons and $400,000 missiles and $200 billion aid packages. Inflation. Immolation. Things seem bad. But they're not. Clearly, there's something bad happening right now, anywhere you want to find it. But that's just like numerology. You walk around and you want to see a seven, you're going you're gonna to fucking see it. It's out there. It doesn't mean that you found another seven. It just means that there's a lot of numbers to see and there's sevens everywhere. If you want to find something, you will. I remember I was really, really young and I said, there's a, look at that car. It's teal. I've never seen a teal car before. And you know exactly what happened right after that. I saw three more teal cars that day. We were driving not even that far away. And I was in the car and I specifically remember seeing four teal cars and I've don't think I had ever seen one before that. Maybe I did. Maybe I just said it and there it was. Proven to myself that those things are real. Manifestations. You say it, you put it out there, boom. Now that's an insignificant one. But if we could all just stop thinking about potential wars, maybe there'd be less to worry about. There are people getting shot at right now in other continents, in other countries. Right now. And the people that are potentially running the country that I'm currently broadcasting from might be responsible for it. It's very hard to live with, actually. Oh, boo-hoo me, right? Yeah, I'm fine for now. But my point is, when you think Russia's bad, it's the same exact thing. There's families, there's business owners, there's people living their lives and trying to have a great time. They don't agree with, they didn't vote for these wars that are apparently happening all over the place. Nobody did. Did you vote for chat GPT to have a crazy sudden you know, surge in the news? I'm sure most of you have heard it by now. And if you watch my show, you heard about it months ago because that hit my radar so quick. I knew that was coming. And other things like that are a reason to watch something like this instead of mainstream media. But you do have to keep your ear to the ground and just be ready. Have information ready. There's plenty of amazing things happening. I'm not here to list them all right now, but you're not going to see them if you keep your nose to the grindstone with those media sources. There's lots of great people doing great things. And even if it is only a podcast, even if it is only interviews with living geniuses, then at least those points of view are getting out in a format that is not being censored. Thank you, Rockfin. And um, as I say every time now, if you're not on Rockfin... 
at least get on there. You don't have to pay to be on Rockfin. You just won't be able to watch exclusive things from all the content creators. You can watch everything else. And there's plenty that is not exclusive. Trust me. It's a very small portion of what I have. Over time, that will change a little. But I'm not looking to go past 50-50. YouTube is not doing anything for me. Am I, am I in like heavy promotion mode? No, I'm not. Otherwise, I would have told you more about Rockfin just now. I'm simply asking you to find it. Find me there. Yeah, sure. But find it. Use it instead of YouTube. This is one step towards... YouTube is Google. Okay? There's nothing else to say. You can't get away from Google. It's one of the only map apps that will help you avoid traffic because it's so integrated into the Internet of Things. It makes it a benefit, and it makes it like, oh, you should have just used Google. Like, oh, yeah, obviously. No. Forget it. We have to start slowly de-Googling away. It's so hard to de-Google your phone. You have to... You can't. No matter what kind of phone you have. You actually can't unless you, you know, break it. Whatever you want to call it, jailbreak it. But you can do little things. Disney is not the best. And almost every household I know has a Disney mug. And they're some of the most well-made mugs I've ever used. And it kills me that they're so good. They still say made in China. But maybe they came from the handmade Chinese factory. I don't know. Don't drink out of the Disney mug. Start there. Stop using Disney mugs. Hashtag. (laughs) Because they don't have the right vibration for you. They just don't. There's plenty of people. You live near somebody who makes mugs. Guaranteed. Go get one of those. You can throw half the ones you have away. (sighs) Something else I noticed lately, and I have already said it, but this is the heart-to-heart episode, so I really do want to just let it out with the time I have left here. That is, once again, outer space. I'll give you, I'm giving you a standing, well, I'll give you a sitting ovation because I'm not standing right now. I'm giving you a sitting ovation because you have manipulated and made your way into every single orifice of every single entertainment device I have seen at all lately. It's everywhere. Everywhere, where, where, where. Couldn't help it. I don't know why it isn't more obvious to more people. I do know why. This is some of the stuff I talk about on this show. The manipulation, the inculcation. But they have to push it so hard. Along with the usual stuff, dinosaurs are everywhere. They have to push these things now. Because so many people are starting to wake up. And it doesn't mean they're becoming whatever you want to label them as. A lot of people label them as homeschoolers. Thankfully, that is not such a negative concept anymore. Is the Department of Education doing what you'd like it to do for your children? Are you going to make that argument against homeschooling? Like, well, I'd rather them be in public school. Like, okay. That's your decision. But again, great power, great responsibility. 
mention something about how successful homeschooling is and how it was always like that. You grew up in your community. You learn together. You grow together. Yes, it might limit you a little bit in the overall grand scheme of things, but not anymore. Those days are over. I still see a lot of very negative backlashing against the concept of homeschooling. And I'm perplexed as to how the Department of Education is doing a better job. I'm perplexed how anyone thinks that. Find me someone who thinks they got a great education here in the United States in the past 40 years. Let's just say 60. Find me somebody who says, yeah, yeah, I, I use everything and I remember everything and I was, I've just felt every day was just perfect, perfect gift of knowledge for me that I always learned so much and I couldn't wait to go. I'm not saying your kids can't wait to go, but they might have a little more fun if you make your garage into a little learning center or your basement. It might be fun to eat lunch at home and not have to really stress so much about the bus and bullies and all this other stuff. I'm basically ranting at this point, but I've got a lot of things happening. Big stuff. And my wife too. Nicole, she's doing amazing things, and I can't wait for you to see the episode where I'm going to have her on this show. It's going to be amazing for so many reasons, and um, I do have plenty of other things planned, of course. I've got several episodes worked on getting my notes together so I can put them together. I'm going to be reposting in uh, Interverse Chances, Interverse Vibrant that I was on about a month ago. It's like all-star panel. It's crazy. It was awesome. And hopefully I can repost the Topher interview as well. If not, like I said, go to BioCharisma. I'm sorry. Go to TopherHQ.com and check out the BioCharisma podcast. Check all of it out, but I am on there. And I highly suggest you listen to that interview. If not for me, then to check out Topher. He's been on Interverse recently. He's been on Crow a number of times. I would check all that stuff out. He's something special. I mean that. And um, thankfully, we are surrounded by special people everywhere. It doesn't mean they all have podcasts. But this is, comes back to what I was saying before. It is not all bad news. There is a lot of very important um, paradigm-shifting things happening worldwide. And they're not being promoted by or pushed by war or money or oil or anything. Lithium. None of that is affecting the progress of humanity. I'm not saying that I'm affecting the progress of humanity here, but I'm doing my best to get you thinking that things are good and get you thinking that if you think a certain way that you know somebody else doesn't, don't try to change their mind overnight. That probably won't happen, but give them something. Be like, oh, you know what I heard? Tell them your version. Tell them your sources. You are doing better than real, actual paid journalists if you offer a source for your claim because you don't get that anymore. Not from the mainstream media. Oh, no. They redact half of their stuff because they are sorry they didn't research it better or, oops, that was wrong. Just like that polar bear with the global warming a few years ago. And I think it was um, it was either time, which wouldn't surprise me. I had an entire episode on that. Um, or National Geographic, maybe it was. Like, oops, that actually wasn't a polar bear on the last piece of ice that was sitting in an area. It was just a polar bear looking hungry, uh, you know, at the 
beginning of the season or something. I don't know what it was. You know, right after hibernation. There's always more to the story. And that's why I feel so passionate about doing this. I'm never going to run out of things to say. And hopefully you guys will uh, join me for that. I appreciate all the support so far. I've got, I'm coming up to 700 followers on Rockfin. And um, that's in just a few months. I'm very excited about that. It's a big deal for me. And it helps me feel like I can keep doing this and know that I am reaching more and more people every single time. If you subscribe to me through Rockfin, it's supporting me directly. If you find me on Patreon, you're supporting me directly too. But um, if you're already subscribed to Rockfin, if you watch my exclusive stuff, that kind of gives me a little little push. And that's it's a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful thing. I'm As I said on Topher's show, actually, if you can't support anything monetarily, I just, I just want you to get Rockfin. Just get it. Follow me. That helps too. A lot. It doesn't matter if it's monetary or not. I didn't jump into this thinking I can't wait to make money doing this. I can't wait to do this. This is, you know, it's becoming way more than a job. It's not a job. I feel like I have to do it, but it's not a job. And that's very, that's also very exciting. It's helping me know that I'm doing what I think I'm meant to be doing here. Leave me a comment. Tell me if you think I am doing what I should be doing or if I should be doing something different. I'm still a bass teacher. I'm still a music theory teacher. And that will never change. But um, this is... I don't know any other way to reach more people at once. And if you saw my most recent personal interview on Chance's Interverse, you'll know why it's hard for me to always be in the music teacher mode when I know there's so much more to the story than the stuff that you're supposed to teach, you know, what you're supposed to teach. All right, let's leave it there. I think I've said enough. I've got plenty of other stuff. If you haven't seen all my stuff yet, go check it out. Interviews, episodes, shorts. This is kind of like an in-betweener, a heart-to-heart. Maybe I'll do two or three of these a year. I don't know yet. We'll see. I just go with the flow. That's uh, my MO. (laughs) Only to rhyme. That's the only reason I said that was to rhyme. Anyway, big things coming this year. Very exciting things. Um probably going to be doing two a week at some point a regular and a short definitely and uh hopefully way more interviews coming as well i have several lined up and i'm going to be on some shows too so it's been a great year so far thank you everybody i look forward to seeing you again very soon and um i'll see you then